Hello and thank you once again for joining me, Robert Barclay, for yet another episode of Inside Jobs, the podcast for in-house agencies about in-house agency leaders brought to you by the In-House Agency Forum, or IHAF, in partnership with Express KCS, who help in-house agencies do far more through outsourced production. Now, Bill Cameron from PA Consulting says at one point in this interview that for him, it's been a case of learning on the job. Well, if that's the case, then few people have done as much learning as Bill has. He's worked for more companies than I've had hot vegetarian tacos, and I can tell you, that's a lot. The job carousel has slowed down now, though, as he's clearly landed a great role with a fabulous employer, and we're going to hear all about that in the, uh, in the interview. We started, though, when I asked Bill what PA Consulting actually did. So PA Consulting, it's an innovation and transformation consultancy. It's roughly about maybe 3,200 specialists across various different sectors. Uh, we operate uh, in globally across UK, US, Europe, and the Nordics. My, my team sits within corporate as part of marketing and design studio. The global marketing team is probably about 70 people. Uh, spaced out globally and my team is uh, 12 people and we're a mixture of graphic designers, presentation designers, animators, uh, creative directors, art directors. So so we have quite a mix of uh, skill set in the, the team and specifically we kind of, the design studio should I say, uh, we, we do a lot of work for marketing and the go-to-market teams as well as uh, drive to brand standards. And then the other part of the role that we do, which is usually a part important regarding sales, is uh, design for bids and pursuit offering. Um, so th- those those are probably the two core uh, elements that we do at PA. Part of the interview here we have at uh, Inside Jobs is to learn the background of the people that uh, that are under scrutiny, under the spotlight, and it's your turn this time round. So. Can you tell us a bit about where you come from and how you uh, kind of maneuvered your way into this role as a as a creative person in your own right? Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I come from a creative family. My mum's um, very creative in, her, in herself and, and uh, I've probably picked a lot up from her. As your listeners are probably aware, I'm, I'm from Ireland, hence my, my accent. Um, I, I studied graphic design in Atlone and did my degree there, and then I went up to Dublin, did my master's in professional design okay, practice And graphic there. design just came naturally as a boy, and drawing and, and illustration and art lessons always not, sort not of worked quite. out for you? I was, uh, to be honest with you, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew I was reasonably good at various creative stuff. You know, I, I didn't know that I was going to be a graphic designer or a photographer or an animator. But I knew uh, along those uh, realms was something I wanted to get into. Something creative. Yeah. and um, You started out doing medical illustration, is that right? Well, uh, yes, it could be, could be too. Um, I I did work uh, for a medical company as one of my first jobs long, long, long time ago. But yeah, after after going to to uni or to uh, university, I then went and got a job in publications. You know, and I had a very good senior designer that uh, taught me a lot in, in that job. And uh, he shortly, he, he left shortly after because he was just contractor. And I, I became a production manager 
in my early twenties of this um, uh, newspaper in my my local my local city. It was IFN, yeah. Yes, uh, um, it was the independent group, part of uh, IFN. I, I, I probably wasn't the most creative uh, role in the world, but I learned a lot from a managerial point of view, um, or you know, just getting stuff done. Well, newspapers are very, as I started out in newspapers, and newspapers are very, very disciplined workflows, and everyone is rounded up and pointed in the same direction, right? Yes, it's 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 very fast paced. Uh, you know, the adverts don't always come at, at the time they should, and you know, editorial can change to drop of a hat depending on what the news article is. So, you know, it, it was a baptism of fire, uh, not the most creative thing in the world. I was getting paid pretty well uh, as somebody fresh out of uni. Bought my house and all this kind of stuff within a year of, of, of that job. I moved up to the big smoke, as they say, in Ireland. So I moved up to Dublin and um, I worked for a couple of small design agencies up there. Um, still trying to find my feet. Again. Were you sad to leave the newspaper or did you just know that it dem- you needed something more creative? To, I needed to, something to more creative. Um, I, 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 I left it knowing that I was going to give it a couple of years and I just needed to build my portfolio as young designers do at that stage. Not sure, not sure exactly what I was going to do, but I knew I needed to do something, otherwise I'd get pigeonholed. So I worked for a few different design agencies up there, did a lot of you know branding stuff, government stuff, property stuff, mostly print-based, very little bit of digital back then. Um, and then my partner, my now wife, we went over to Toronto, Canada. Is that on the spur of the moment? It was uh, back when uh, we had the big financial crash. Uh, oh, right. And, you know, the Celtic Tiger. Yeah? Exactly. The, so we had the Celtic Tiger going kaput, so to speak, in Ireland uh, from everything booming. And uh, we took it as an opportunity to try something different. Uh, she wanted to go to France. Uh, I wanted to go to Australia. We settled on Canada. I think she thought we were going to Quebec. Uh, I might have misled her there. And we, we settled in Toronto. Well, your relationship survived anyway. Yes, it has. It has. Well, it, it has just about. I'm very lucky. Excellent. So, yeah, we, we, we went to Toronto. I worked in um, property marketing, uh, real estate, new homes and condos in Toronto, part of the Yellow Pages group. Uh, again, it was just a one-year working visa. Loved it, loved Canada, loved the people, made some unbelievable, uh, amazing friends um, over there. Such a, such a great country. Um, and then when we came back, my partner, at, uh, my wife, she was working in fashion. So she wanted to come and go straight to London. So why did you come back then? Because her fashion opportunities in fashion weren't there in Toronto? No, it was just a one-year. It was one-year visa. That oh, we I went see. Over. So you went as a tryout just to see. Okay. Yeah, it, it was. It was always just something different. Um, and then, and then when we came back, you know, always the intention was to come over to London. She she went over a little bit before me. I followed over a month or two later, and uh, went went to start my career again over here. Um, that bre- that brought me to uh, a property marketing company where I was a uh, creative director. I was there for a few years again. Some really great people. Uh, beautiful first job to have in London uh, to settle in. Really, really good. I then went to another small boutique agency in London. What, what, what was guiding all this, uh, Bill? Why, I mean, you, there, there's quite a lot of jobs going on here at this stage. And, and the one you just mentioned was the, was the longest you stayed at. But you were obviously sort of in pursuit of something or, or what? Yeah, I'm, I, I guess I'm, I'm always very hungry um, about everything. Um, I always want 
to improve and to learn. And I, and I feel the more, the more people you can be around and the more uh, experiences you get, more types of projects you work on, the better you become. So would you be going into these places thinking, I'll only be here for a year or two, or will you just kind of get itchy after a period and know it's time to move on? Um, typically, I approach, I have approached, I have approached it from a point of view of, I typically say, about two years, and then I evaluate the situation. Have I uh, completed or delivered everything that I plan to in this company? Have I met the objective set for myself, but also for the employer? Um, and typically, I, I, I've been quite successful uh, for the most part. And I, I, you know, I, I accomplished them a little bit earlier. And then it's a case of, okay, you know, is, is there something else to get me excited? Is there uh, a new opportunity within the firm? Or is it time to try something a little bit different? Or maybe there's no room to progress in that particular company. And I kind of weigh everything up. I have a chat with my, my partner and, uh, you know, I leap with uh, two feet forward. So, so after that point that you were talking about there, there's a distinct sort of um, focusing on a particular sort of type of, of business and, and type of work because you seem to be then leaving independent creatives and, and publishers and some of these other companies and focusing a little bit more on service companies, professional services companies. I don't know if, that, again, was that a conscious decision to go for that or is that the way it sort of fell? No, it was conscious. It was out of curiosity, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I always had an interest in working for a, a big, you know, big brand, you know, multi-country uh, kind of company, um, you know, and I, I had for so long wrestled with, do I want to stay 100% uh, creative designer or do I go into more the management uh, running of studio side of it? And, you know, through all those roles I've even mentioned, I flip-flop between the both. You know, I go in as a designer, but then I kind of lean, lean more towards the management, you know, process, you know, uh, running a studio side of it, or I would do the opposite and then lean more towards the other side. And, um, you know, it wasn't until uh, I, I went to KPMG um, in, in the UK where I kind of really felt like this is a, this is a type of company, this is the size of company, you know, lots of little companies in one big company, so there's so much opportunity. Um, that, that were, you learned, were, you, were you getting management experience at this point or had you already kind of crossed that particular room? No, I, I, I had management experience, um, a, a good bit of it before then, um, but that was a creative lead kind of role. Um, obviously, I was able uh, to kind of shape it a little bit um, as, as things went quite well on the design side, but as well as bringing in new uh, clients, internal clients to the internal team there. Um, and then I kind of left there after a couple of years purely because there, was no, there wasn't room really for me to progress. Um, and it was an opportunity, and it was only a short-term contract, one-year contract with Deloitte uh, to go in as a design manager for EMEA within the uh, Pursuit Center of Excellence, so Pursuits being bids. Um, and uh, I jumped at it. And that was, a, that was a role where I was asked to be designer uh, uh, at the beginning. Was it also the Green Dot by then or, or was it yet to become the Green Dot agency? No, it was, it was pre that. Um, it, it, had a, it, it was a different team now. So this was within the consulting function. Yeah, but it did have okay. an in-house agency at that point as well. But, right, but you had to do that. 
No, sometimes we might overflow work, but we we were a separate function. So you're talking like the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest, most important pursuits, multi-country, um, you know, designers, pitch writers, uh, pursuit coaches, visual designers, everything, uh, all thrown at, thrown at that particular pitch to make to ensure we had the best chance of winning. So so that was that was great. I I you know I I built a team. I had a couple of designers. Uh, in Casablanca in Morocco um, that uh, was very interesting to go out there. I really loved it. Some lovely people again, um, mostly on the kind of PowerPoint and digital side of it. And then uh, we had a designer in the London office again on the proposal side of it. And then I was overseeing all of that. And then every maybe a couple of weeks, I was in a different country within EMEA. Uh, for wow. like a, a win lab, one year contract. Was, it was one year. It got extended to a second year, uh, which I did, and then towards the end of the third, or towards the end of the second year, my contract hadn't come around yet, um, and it took a little bit too long. It did get extended for another year, but by that stage, I was already interviewing with other companies. <laughs> So but, I, uh, I okay. stayed for a bit. The wanderlust kicked in again. Okay. I, I have so, to say, if you're part of your current employer, that the, the, the length of time you spent in your jobs has extended over the years. So it's uh, <laughs> for sure. Anyway, yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah. So um, so there I went to uh, AXA Investment Managers. So they're part of AXA um, as Global Head of Design. Uh, wow, again, really, a... really interesting role. Um, I had, I don't know, maybe about eight, eight people in Paris, uh, being a French company. And then I had about five or six people in the London office. Lots of Eurostar, I should imagine. Well, let's just say I was platinum very quickly. They're very salubrious offices, as I recall, as well. I, they're a very smart part of Paris and very beautiful offices, as I recall. Yes, no, no, definitely, indeed. Uh, again, uh, you know, great company. I'm always learning. Every company I go to, I learn. You know whether I like it or not, it's it's just a, it's just a bit of a baptism of fire. So that that was a great role, great marketing team, uh, great corporate comms team where I sat within, um, did some amazing work. Little did I know they went through a big global transformation shortly after joining, uh, where I was made uh, redundant, and um, after about a year and a half. Uh, that which was a, a really uh, unusual uh, experience being made redundant myself, but also having the majority of my team to manage through a very difficult um, part of their career and life. So yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was quite trying, uh, but you know, I'm a firm believer in what doesn't um, kill you makes you stronger. And again, th those kind of life lessons and how to deal uh, with people, for, uh, for, you know, wellness and HR was very important. Um, so you really, you really took to the whole corporate life because you had worked for much smaller companies, but you took to the, to the support that you get generally around with, with corporates that allow you to kind of focus on the things that you're interested in, the things you're good in, right? Yeah, I, I feel with the, small, the smaller design studios, um, for me personally, um, I feel like, you know, yes, there's lots of opportunity to be creative. And maybe the big, the, you know, big in-house companies, you know, they have oh, maybe you don't do as much cool stuff, or maybe the budgets are tighter, or, or whatever it may be. But I find there's so much more opportunity. Um, you know, it, it can be a little bit slower in terms of pace uh, unless there's a big campaign happening, and that's fair. But you know, there's so much opportunity. You're dealing with some of the smartest individuals um, 
you could possibly come across. Uh, you know, these people are, you know, the most talented people you can find in their particular sector uh, or their capability. So, you know, you're constantly learning. You're constantly dealing with these experts that are, you know, able, you know, that you're either working with them and they're not sure exactly what to do from a design point of view or a comms or marketing or whatever that may be, or bids. And you kind of have to uh, hold their hand and bring them on a journey. Or maybe they're very clear on what they need and, and you're implementing and, and, and working side by side with them. They kind of fall, so you're, in effect, fall you're, in. You're, you're, you're translating for them really, right? It, to, to agree, as, as long as you're, you're giving them the best possible opportunity to win. Um, and so you're professionalizing the client experience. And, and that can be anything from a standard PowerPoint deck or to a big campaign that's going out to a global audience. Um, Interesting. So our, your job is to, is to allow them to perform at their very best. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's and, to, and, indeed, that's our internal motif as well. That's uh, what we try and do at my company is help our clients perform at their very best. That's, uh, that's kind of what drives us. It's an interesting comparison. I think that's all you can do. You know, obviously, there's opportunity to show them you know, things that they may not have heard of, you know, push the envelope, uh, you know, try and be disruptive, especially when it comes to digital, um, that you know, people are still, we're still playing catch up, you know, uh, you know, even from a just globally in, in terms of all audiences um, it's there's there's so much there's so much opportunity and that's where diversity of skill set and diversity of uh, your team come into play yes um, well, we'll, we'll come on to your current team at, uh, in, in a while but uh, you, you've unashamedly worked your way through a number of employers you've you've worked right across the spectrum when it comes to being creative I think if you'd done packaging it wouldn't have surprised me but I think that has been missed off. Before we come on to PA, what have you learned up to this point when you were at AXA in terms of what makes for a good creative leader? You know, what's, what, are the, what, what does it kind of boil down to? Are there any common threads that you will have picked up at this point that you can apply and are applying now? I think um, be a good listener. I think understand, understand, the, understand the individuals within your team, understand the business mission. You know, what is the goal of the company and align that, align your design studio or your in-house team to the, the, the business ultimate goals. Um, be seen as a strategic partner rather than a reactive designer or design studio. Um, you know, key, key is, you know, building trust, building rapport, networking. Biggest thing you need to do when you go to a new company, uh, whether, no matter how, what level you are, you need to get people to buy into you first and foremost. Uh, if they buy into you, they'll buy into the team. Now, how do you, how do you do I mean, COVID notwithstanding and working from home, which uh, may, who knows, maybe behind us uh, uh, by the end of certainly this year. But what, 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 are, what are the ways in which you do that? Do you have any kind of techniques or approaches that you've, you've learned to do to help you network, help you get to build those bridges with people? Because of course, People, you, essentially, the motto is people don't buy from strangers, right? So uh, you're far more likely to, to get work and get the right kind of work and be bringing value to people who you have, with whom you have a relationship. But as you've moved so quickly from place to place, you must have some, uh, some approaches. Okay, so obviously remote is a little bit different, but I'm a firm believer people buy people. It's not necessarily, you know, you don't necessarily have to be the, the best in the world at something. You just need to be that person that could deliver for that person. So, you know, ultimately don't be shy. 
you know, put yourself out there, look at who your key clients or your stakeholders are, approach them, you know, let them know, you know, where you're coming from so they, so they buy into you. Let them know after you've committed, you know, you, you've done maybe an audit of processes and, you know, what works and what, what doesn't work within the team. Let them know that you're going to address it. Ask them for advice. You know, don't just go and do something without, without telling anybody or, you know, asking, is this what actually they really want? And, you know, a, a culmination of just looking at everything that we're doing, making sure that it's not just to fix the basic, basics. Anybody can fix the basics quite quickly. You know, it's a quick win. But, you know, what is a short term to medium term to long term, you know, goals that you have and try and bring them into the journey? These are the sort of skills you hear about with account managers, though, Bill. I think, I, yeah. No, go on. I mean, obviously, the, my follow up was and your head of head of design studio, but you're Everything you've talked about here has been really about account management or what I would consider account management, which is, which is you know, many points of contact, understand the client, uh, make sure you're, you know, you're reaching out to people proactively, ask for advice, check in with them and so on. So I'm, I'm fascinated by this. You, you actually seem to straddle those two things. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, like I said early on, I, I straddled between the group being, you know, hands-on designer and then a hands-off designer. And I like both of them. So I still get in the mix of, you know, big projects, big campaigns, big bids. I want to see them. You know, I, I like giving my input. No, I say, was, so, um, so you have this hybrid, well, I'm viewing it, that are purporting that you, you've kind of, you're, you're equal parts account manager uh, or account director, however you'd like to look at it, but interfacing and building, building your business effectively, building the important significance and the value of your business through the networking. And then you're also leading the charge when it comes to creativity. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm kind of, I guess I'm a little bit greedy. Um, I like all all facets of the design process and governance and creative. I like I have an interest in everything. I don't pretend to be an expert. Um, you know, probably my my greatest skill set is you know hiring people that are better than me. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, very, I, very I, good point. I, I've never found that difficult myself. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> me, but... me, me too. But I love when, you know, the team creates something amazing. You know, I'm a big, you know, um, I'm, I'm big on when, you know, the team works together. I'm not as, you know, we'll get onto, you know, people working in silos or group, group design and stuff like that. But uh, in, in terms of project management, you know, creative direction, uh, you know, technical project, you know, creative design. I, I like all of it. Uh, I, I like different parts of it, depending on, on what a pro project is or what type of client it is. Um, I'm probably relatively adaptive, uh, you know, when it comes to that. You know, I, I make myself what that person needs to be. And I, and I expect the same from the team. Um, you know, the team are able to adapt, you know, whether it's a marketing project, whether it's a, a strategic bid, or maybe it's something for social, uh, or maybe it's a, a client story or something along those kind of lines, uh, or an event, uh, you know, or flexing to be, a, you know, a hybrid event. I, I love the technology aspect as well and how that comes into design um, and, you know, trying out something new. Uh, like what, what do you mean, for example? I guess, I guess you know, we, we, do, we, we do a lot of, you know, bid microsites, you know, that trying to find a digital bid solution rather than just emailing a PDF mm. or uploading a PDF to FTP. Technology. Yeah, exactly. And that comes back to our mantra of what PA consulting is, an innovation and transformation consultancy. We, we kind of feel like we, I think, I don't say we kind of, 
you know, we operate in a segment of one. We're not a, a typical professional company, uh, professional services company. We, we, you know, we're inventors. You know, we've got scientists that wear big, you know, white lab coats, walk around creating these crazy inventions and all to, you know, to improve, improve the world. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a really exciting company that I've ended up landing in. Um, and it's, it's one that I'm really excited about continuing my journey with. And it's probably the first company I've got really excited about in a long time. Uh, especially the team that I have. Let's talk a little bit about what you've got there. You mentioned that um, you're within a marketing department of around 70. So uh, I take it, therefore, uh, Ergo, you report to the CMO or someone senior yes. in marketing? Yeah, I report to the chief marketing officer. Uh, so you're Joe. not a shared resource across the business so much as a as a division of marketing. Um, and well, within that... So, yes, go ahead. So, so, so somewhat. So we don't sit within marketing. Uh, we are marketing and design studio. So uh, I do report to uh, Joe Scarlett, who's an amazing uh, boss and super supportive in everything design studio does, which is really refreshing, uh, having worked at so many different other companies in the past, especially the big ones. And, you know, we, we do a lot of marketing stuff, definitely. Uh, you know, we, we operate on um, a recovery model. You know, we're not there to make a profit. Uh, we're there to, you know, balance the books, uh, you know, add value, um, you know, work in the most strategic work, um, you know, as, as well as, uh, you know, less complex work if, if we have time. But yeah, it, it is a case of, you know, brand, marketing, bids, sold work. So we do a lot of sold work too. So sold work being design, PA's design studio sold as a service to a particular client, you know, in the government or in the private sector where we would design in their visual identity as well. So you'll be working for third parties as well? Yes, potentially. And um, I think, did I not see that um, PA acquired a brand strategy company as well, I think early, earlier last year, middle of last year? Yes, we, we had um, two acquisitions last year. Um, we had Astro, I think, and uh, who are an amazing brand strategy company. Uh, we have uh, Essential, we have Forno. Uh, we, we've, we, we've got quite a lot. Um, you know, this is, this is where we see growth, uh, particularly within the Americas. You know, we're looking at the creme la creme in terms of uh, talent and who's the right fit for us. And they're seeing if we're the right fit for them. Um, you know, and it's very much a partnership. So there's Just lots of opportunities. Show the creativity is becoming so much more important all the time Definitely. within so organizations, but also for, their, for, for your customers as well, which is fascinating. So that, that presents new challenges to you as well when you're dealing with new brands as well, right? Well, definitely. One thing I would say, so, you know, something that we're finding now, usually design usually was an add-on or a sell-on for consultancies. You know, they'd, oh, we can offer you this as well. You know, every proposition that we're putting out now, design is a, such a stable part of it. You know, it is uh, one of our, you know, core elements of why you want to work with PA consulting. Um, so, you know, everything from the, the non, you know, does design mean so many things to so many different people? You know, you know the, the importance of design is utterly important and strategic for a company like PA consulting. Absolutely. So how your department itself, I think you said, was how many people? 12 people? Yeah. So we and have... So um, how do you... Clearly, you're expressing the value, not only internally, but for pitches, which is new business acquisition, and then also for external clients as well, you're sold on. 
How do you monetize that? How do you um, how do you literally show the ROI on your department if you're if you're not billing internally? There's we we, we do reports. Um, so we don't bill. We don't we we do we do bill. But we it's 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 a low fee, and that just covers the costs in terms of salaries and whatnot uh, of of people in the team. It's not and a case that of help work. drive decisions about recruitment as well for you and expansion and so on. Well, yes and no. So again, as I said, you know, our chief marketing officer is really supportive. You know, one of the the main things, um, one of the driving points of coming here. You know, I I said, yeah, will you back me if we need to make hard decisions? And you know, she, she was she's a lady that you know doesn't like to go external. Um, you know, she wants to keep you know design in in house. Um, she knows how great a team we had long before I started, um, or long before I even knew uh, about PA consulting. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's you know it's something that is 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 really attractive about somebody having that kind of uh, you know knowledge and respect for an in house function. And, you know, there was so much opportunity to, to build on such a great team already. Um, and so much opportunity just to build our profile within PA, uh, which maybe was lacking a little bit. So it, 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 it's, it's something that I feel very strongly about. So do you feel that you're, you're, you're kind of on a journey within PA? I mean, obviously you say you're excited to be there, but it sounds like you feel that there's, there's a long way to go with this. There's a, there's a lot of gas in this tank. I, I do. Uh, we, we hired... We hired a couple of people last year. We hired a couple of people. This is within the design studio. Uh, a couple of people the year before when I started, they were obviously waiting till, till I started. We're, we're looking to hire another bid designer at the moment. Last year was uh, a very tough year, but also a very humbling year for uh, personally for everybody as, as well as the company. But, you know, we, we got through it really strongly by people knowing us, uh, you know, by delivering some amazing work, particularly for the UK government. Uh, with the Ventilator Challenge program, where my team actually uh, designed all the user guides for all the ventilators and all the stickers that went on all the ventilators. Wow, to, to well be as, able to make such a direct impact is rare, huh? It, very, very unusual. It was, you know, it was a blitz of six weeks. It was at the very, very beginning. We didn't know what was going on. And um, yeah, you know, everybody, you know, band together, loads of late nights, loads of time dealing with printers, making sure they were getting to the right MOD base. It was just, it was just phenomenal. Um, but everybody stood up and you really just got to see what, what's inside people. Um, and it, it wouldn't have been the most creative work in the world, don't get me wrong, but it had to be done and had to be done well. And if it wasn't done, it couldn't be shipped out in time. So, you know, very proud of that. And, and obviously, you know, PA did a lot of stuff with the, with, uh, with the Ventilator Challenge program as well in terms of uh, supplying and running, running, running all the, the supply chain and that. So yeah, it's you know really really amazing. Fantastic. Well, it, it it sounds like you have a super functional and very integrated team there, but I don't think that's been the case throughout your career. I think you you've seen uh, talent that's been wasted along the way that hasn't been able to 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 harness uh, you know the good work of their colleagues and so on. Is that right? Yeah, I think I think it's really important when you go into any role, you just get to know everybody, not just the people that are at the top the top of the pile, but also the people that are starting off. Often when you can go into a company, you know, especially if you've, you've had people there a long time, you know, they're, they're used to doing the same thing, you know, maybe a bit in a rut, whether they're amazing or there's room for improvement. And you just kind of have to listen and see w what they're looking to get out of it. Uh, you know, where do they see themselves? You know, do they see themselves, uh, you know, doing a particular uh, design uh, 
piece of work all the time? Or is it a case of they want to learn video or animation, or maybe they want to get into management? And I think, you know, sometimes you have to do self-initiated projects to kind of figure out, uh, or for them to figure out what they like, what they don't like. And Sounds would, easy. Would you find that these people's <laughs> idea of their future self doesn't fit with your idea of their future self sometimes? Not so much. Um, no, that's an interesting one. I can't say anything stands out to me. Um, I would say they're more, they get, probably get a little bit more hunger uh, because they're probably getting the attention, but also they're giving the opportunity to explore and to engage themselves in different ways that they haven't previously. So what's, what is the trick with underperforming siloed people where their people are talented? Do you think they're just in the wrong place and, and one needs to consider where they are in the, in the scheme of things? So I, I definitely think what you said is a possibility. You know, they, they can be in the wrong role uh, and there's opportunity to flex and pivot within the organization. Um, or it can be that maybe what they thought they liked isn't actually what they really like. Or, you know, depending on where they've come from, they can be used to doing it in a certain way and they just need to um, be okay to fail and try something different. You know, you, you learn a lot more from making a mistake than doing, doing the right thing constantly. Um, that's, that's probably, you know, uh, I, 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 that's probably why I, I have kind of moved around a bit. I, I like, you know, just seeing, seeing how other people do it. And, that, and then I take probably little bits of every company I've worked at and I probably infuse them together into some sort of ways, ways of working with a, with a new company that I go to or a new team. Um, and it's not the same as, you know, you asked about, is, it a, is there a blueprint? Yeah, and no, there's, not a, there's definitely not a blueprint. It's all learning on the job. It's a case of just seeing what they need, filling in the gaps, make sure it's better, and then smash it the following year. That's that's kind of what I like to do, or I like the I, I I like teams doing, and I want people to be enthusiastic and you know really go yeah let's just you know let's just get this perfect and try and do something different, you know and this is what they asked for but let's give them two more options, you know so it's not a case of okay we've delivered for that client I want that client uh, or I'd like to my team wants that client then to go away and say do you know what the, the designer at designs to you did the most unbelievable designs and, um, you know, and, and maybe even curse. I, I quite like it when people curse uh, when they refer to it because they're caught off guard. It means they're passionate. You know, um, I, I, I won't, I check myself just, just as I was trying to use that uh, analogy, but uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I like people feeling passionate about what they do. And, and uh, again, fortunate enough that, you know, everywhere I've gone, I've been surrounded by amazing creative people, whether they're clients, stakeholders or, or my team. So it's, it's, it's always refreshing when you start again, because you see, you see people, the way they approach it is diff it may be different from another person, but you know, the, the ultimate goal of being, you know, a, a, an amazing creative piece of work is, is fundamental to what they're trying to achieve. Well, has creativity suffered during lockdown and working from home? And, and if it hasn't, then how have you managed to keep that going? So I, I must say I was um, a bit hesitant which is odd because all my teams have been nearly 50% remote uh, over the last Even four or five COVID, years. Even you mean? Yeah. So, you know, Casablanca or France and, and, you know, in different companies. So I'm used to 
dealing with people through Teams and Skype and Zoom and whatever it needs to be. But, you know, I was a bit, I just started, uh, you know, with, with PA. I've been with PA maybe about 18 months or so. And, um, you know, I had big plans for this year or last year, should I say. Well, <laughs> right, the last 12 months have gone fast. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so last it? year. And in a way, um, it's gone very slow, but yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, so I had, I had big plans um, and I was concerned, oh no, you know, this has happened we're going to have to reprioritize. Um, well, I, I needn't have been worried. The team has been absolutely amazing. It's changed my perception completely on uh, remote working. I feel like they're, you know, the quality of the work that they're producing is, you know, as good or better. You know, I, I almost feel like they're communicating as a team better as well. You know, how you are you instilling uh, the culture and maintaining the working culture, though? In, in terms of working, um, yeah, I mean, within with when you're a group of people together, you you know, culture kind of can evolve. It can be conscious or unconscious, but it coheses. It coheses. It, it it appears, I guess. But when you're all disparate, you presumably have to make an effort to to keep it going. You do, you do. But it's it's nice that you have to make an effort. So I've got I've got a couple of really good line managers and a great team. You know, we they we have team weekly meetings uh, i have regular catch-ups with most of the team throughout the week they have their one-to-ones as well you know w- when we do have our weekly meetings we have uh you know show and tells uh, about you know some big projects that we're supporting maybe it's a new tool we found software wise that works really really great um you know what's the plan moving forward any key new processes or briefing or or whatever else uh, regarding the studio uh, to share with the rest of the team, you know, as everybody else, we've all got WhatsApp, you know, that I like to be only used for making fun of each other and having a laugh, <laughs> uh, making fun of me, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, oh, it is difficult. But one thing I would tell you, we, we had we we did we had a virtual Christmas party there right. uh, a couple go? of weeks ago, and I I, I can say, it, but my, and my my boss, she won't give out to me. Um, and I, I felt like I was given a poison chalice at first. <laughs> I was caught off guard. Oh, it wasn't your to, idea then? No. And I was asked to deliver a, a, a virtual Christmas party with two weeks' notice. Um, and I had to assemble a team from marketing as well as design studio. Um, yeah, great, great bunch of people. And, um, you know, I, I said, let's, let, let's, so we created this uh, Christmas microsite uh, you know, that was really you know, making fun of, of Christmas and, you know, Santa animation or Santa person dancing around, um, you know, real cringeworthy uh, 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 script and, you know, words all over the page trying to be as um, over the top Christmas as possible. And it was, it was really, really funny. And then we did a, a virtual Christmas party and a, a virtual uh, pub quiz. And actually it was pretty good. <laughs> you know, How many team, people? Oh, 70, 70 people. Oh, my so God. This was just the marketing. Oh, the, whole, the whole marketing department. Yeah, and it was, it was really, really good fun. And, um, you know, I, I'm not putting my hand up to do it again. But, you know, it was, you know, all, all I wanted was let's, let's make it sure it's the best it's the best virtual party they'll ever go to and they don't think it's a load of rubbish. Uh, and actually, it was great fun. And it was, it was really good to bring people together uh, to come back to your original question. You know, we, we're a global team. We operate in different time zones. Um, granted, when I was having my uh, gin and tonic, uh, somebody else was only still getting up in America, uh, but at the Christmas party, but still, you know, everybody was just able to come together 
on, on a call and learn a little bit more about each other, see each other's faces, whether they, you know, you know, whether they're home with their family, their kids. But no inappropriate antics with a photocopier, though. That's the only downside. No, no, no nothing well, like maybe that. Maybe the upside. <laughs> P- potentially, potentially. <laughs> but so, yeah, it was just, so- just a lot of fun. Fascinating. So um, it sounds to me, as I mentioned earlier, you've got you, you do seem to have a, a to do list with uh, with PA and, and, a, and a lot more that you want to do. Any immediate priorities? Um, so this year, I guess we've you know we've simplified our briefing process, uh, improved our what did you do uh, workflow. So in, in terms of our briefing, we use Workfront and we use some offline as well uh, briefing forms. So just make, you know, analyzing how people fill out the briefing forms over the past uh, two years um, and what they fill realizing in, what they don't. Realizing there could be improvement. Definitely, there's always room for improvement. Uh, but but looking at that, you know, looking at the rates to be, be more cost effective uh, against our competitors, uh, especially having worked for, for a couple of them in the past. So when you say competitors, you're, to- you're not talking about other design agencies that, that, that PA might pick. You're talking about other people in the consulting community. Correct. Yeah. I don't see, I don't, our, our acquisitions and our different design agencies uh, are picked for very different reasons. A lot of them are product designed for starters. Um, they, they've been not, they haven't been brought in to do marketing for PA. They haven't been brought in to do PowerPoint or to, you know, to work on or to design and put together a bid. We may work, we'll, we're, often we work with them in tangent, um, especially in the, in the Americas. Uh, we do a lot of stuff with them. You know, they, they, they understand, uh, they understand P's brand very quickly. You know, they, 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 they are part of PA, uh, essentially. So they're definitely not competition. They have their uh, sec- they have their remit. We have ours, um, and we're not looking to get on anybody's toes. No. No, absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's just move on. I mean, working from home, obviously, it's very difficult to fix the hours of work. But outside the hours of work, Bill, what what uh, what do you turn to for for rest and relaxation? Well, um, I wouldn't say rest and relaxation, but I've been renovating my house <laughs> for most of twenty twenty. Um, but I've, I've, I've got three little dogs who one of them has been very quiet during this uh, chat. Good so, dog. He's a, so, a good, so a good dog much. and a clever Alfie. dog, I'm sure. Oh, yes, uh, very all cute. All dogs are clever dogs you know, and all dogs are good dogs. Too cute for good. <laughs> um, so lot, lots of, lots of uh, with this pandemic in particular, lots of forest walks, park walks. Um, post-pandemic, you know, I plan to gorge myself for music gigs, uh, oh, concerts. Oh, now you're talking. Who, 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 who do you listen to? Restaurants, restaurants, restaurants. Uh, gigs. So I am. Um, I, I like. I like everything, which is kind of unusual. So I go to all sorts of music. But you know, if you want to think, you know, Kings of Leon, Killers, you know, oh, Bon Jovi, man, man after man. Oh, um, fantastic. You know, Pink Floyd, all that, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it, yeah, I just like everything. But I also love the small up and coming gigs. Uh, you, you probably, you know, London Brixton Academy probably. Oh yes, one of my favourite venues. So lots, lots of uh, you know up and coming artists. We can get to see them for about twenty bucks. You know, with the renovations, you know, we would we wouldn't be leaving the house anyway, or going out as much, or going you know trying to be cost effective and all this. So we've managed to get a lot done, and and I got married last year as well. So um, it's been a a a pretty mad. Is uh, yeah, full on mad, whatever you like to call it. Well, uh, I hope months. by the end of this year, Bill, you and I will be having uh, uh, going to an Indian restaurant and into the Shepherd's Bush Empire for for an oh. evening's entertainment. Oh, that sounds good. I like that. Wouldn't that be cool? 
Bill, I want to thank you so much for joining us on Inside Jobs. It's been fabulous listening to your your varied career and uh, and the plans you have at PA Consulting. And uh, really glad you were a guest on Inside Jobs. Thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Good fun. Thanks to Bill Cameron of PA Consulting for telling us his story. By the way, I also learned that PA stands for Personal Administration, something you might find handy in a pub quiz sometime. Anyway, thanks to Emily Foster of our valued partners, IHAF, and my producer, Amy McNamara, for making all of these things happen. Also to Prana Chabra at Express KCS for handling the podcast editing so elegantly. If you're new to the Inside Jobs podcast, then a very warm welcome. And do take some time to peruse our catalogue of past episodes at insidejobspodcast.org. And there you can see our ever-growing list of episodes past. In fact, I've been hearing about some clips from these interviews being used to teach people about in-house agencies and how they work and how they should work. So you know what? You could dive in and learn a lot from within the Inside Jobs vaults. Anyway, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at insidejobspodcast.org or indeed find me on LinkedIn. I'll be very happy to hear from you and any feedback is always welcome. Till next time. Thank you.